Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the Kathy Heller podcast. I hope that you've been enjoying this week. You've been hearing the five-day free workshop that I've been giving, and I'm hoping that you have been enjoying it. It's been absolute magic inside of the group. The comment thread has just been lighting up every single day, like Times Square, and the amount of people who seem to be having breakthroughs. It is just such an incredible experience, and I'm so just fully enjoying it on every level. I want to let you know that now the doors are open to the full program. So the full program, Abundant Ever After, is open if you would like to be a part of it. And if you've been enjoying this week, if you feel like this content has been lighting you up and giving you clarity, I just want to let you know that this was step zero. Like what we do in the program, we go through 12 weeks And what we did here wasn't even step one of that method. It was zero, meaning we were beginning to have language around where we're headed and what's abundance and how we can start to paradigm shift. And then when we actually enter this program, we do two very specific things. The first six weeks of this program help you elevate the way that you feel, right? You actually get to change your vibration so that you are in that abundant state. And the second six weeks of this program, we give you a step-by-step roadmap so that you can take your passion and turn it into a profit so that you are walking in purpose, so that you are giving your gifts away. But in order for us to get into that second set of six weeks, And it really doesn't matter, right, where you're at in this journey because we actually have a VIP tier and we also have a solid gold tier. So if you just want to start where you are, you can do this solid gold tier. If you want to do the next level, that is also available for you. If you already have a thriving business, but you want to really reprogram your subconscious mind and you know that there are days where you are in a trance because you are not feeling your best and that is keeping you from your full state of creativity and joy and really allowing in the most abundance, right? If you want to work that muscle, this program is for you. If you have just started, this program has a track for you as well. So either way, whether you want to build and scale your existing passion and business, thriving, making profits, getting paid to be you, or whether you want to just begin that, We have a solid gold track and then we have a VIP track. They're both really and truly something I'm just so very proud of. I feel honestly morally obligated because I know, like I know, like I know that by you being in this experience, everything's going to shift. The way you feel, the way you see the world, the courage, the confidence, your self-belief, it's going to change everything on such a giant level. And then the way that you are able to allow yourself to serve and to get paid with ease. And we're going to be there with you. It's like having me in your pocket, helping you step by step, know what the next thing is to do. And then in addition, either track that you're in, you get accountability. We put you in pods. There's a hybrid of both self-paced videos that you watch, as well as live calls with me. Depending on which tier you're in, you get even more calls with me. And you will find that this experience is unlike anything else. And at the same time, you have to know yourself, right? Like you can sign up for the gym, but if you don't go to the gym, you won't actually get any healthier, right? Like this program is the kind of program that can change your life. And you have to be ready to show up and be fully available to take these steps. But if you take these steps... 2023 will not be anything like 2022. Like this will be the year. And you will say to me, I cannot believe what's happening. It is truly mesmerizing. You were destined to feel this good. So if you want to be a part of this program that will allow you to fully bring in abundance on every level, you can go to kathyheller.com slash join. So whether you want to do the first track, which has so much in it, or you want to do the VIP track, you can decide. But if you go to kathyheller.com slash join, you can choose which one works for you. We would love to have you in there. The cart will close in a few days and it would be awesome to have you be a part of it. I hope that you enjoy today's session and there's more coming tomorrow. And of course, this podcast will continue to be here as a service and as a resource for you. But let's take a listen to today's talk. 
I hope that you enjoy it. We've got more good content. This workshop is not over, so you'll be hearing more stuff. And if you'd like to be a part of it, you can go to kathyheller.com slash join. We'd love to have you. The doors will close in a few days and then we'll be diving in. Hi, Gwen. Hello. Thank you so much for picking me. I signed up for the course. Very excited. And How I awesome is that? How much FOMO did you just create? <laughs> awesome is actually my new last name. I just got married. So I need to embody an awesome life. <laughs> that is so ridiculously cool. I, I don't even have a word for it. It's ridiculous. So I also <laughs> recorded a, a podcast this week, uh, Kathy, inspired by you. I've been meaning to do it for a while. So it's happening. So I would love to make back my investment before the course even starts. So my question for you is when creating a new offer that's at a higher price point than you've put out before. So I'm kind of feeling like... I love this question. Keep going. (laughs) You know where it's going. It's like, I'm so excited about it. Then like a little self-doubt kind of creeps in. I'm like, so... The question is, what do you do when you know it's a great idea, but then a little self-doubt comes up and it kind of stops you in your tracks? Well, that's always going to be there. So what do you do about it? You just notice it. And at the same time, I want to go more into what this other thing is that's trending. Okay. So that's always going to be there. You can just say, thank you so much. Because here's the thing, you guys, if you were made of metal and you ran into a building and saved someone from a fire... And the mayor says, we're going to dedicate the town square to you. You'd say, no, no, you don't have to. I I have no courage. It was so easy to do. The person who gets the medal of honor had courage, right? Your ego is your best friend. Your ego is hoping you've jumped higher. Your ego is working on behalf of God. There's nothing not God, right? There's nothing not part of his goodness in this universe. All beautiful. Without the Joker, Batman's never Batman. He's just a dude. The darkness and the light in this world, it's all very positive. It's something to push off of. So let it be there and expect it. And that's your job. Your job is that you do have an edge. Here's where your imposter syndrome comes in and you're going anyway. And that's why you're going to get a boost of satisfaction because you jump over your limitation. That's every one of us. That's the video game. In fact, that's the joy of the video game. So when you said, I want to make back my investment, that's how you make back your investment is you find that spot every day and you go, that's exactly where I'm headed because all my feeling of satisfaction today won't be in how much money I make. It's in, can I show up in alignment? And I showed up in alignment. Boy, do you get satisfied? Okay. So now let's talk about this offer, right? You have an offer. You said it's a little bit higher ticket. What's the offer? Okay. So... I actually, I make online courses for people for the last 10 years, and I've been doing it on an individual basis. And now I want to teach people how to make their online course with help with implementation, where I'm going to actually help edit it, help them create it. So I don't have a price on it yet. And I actually haven't fully written it down yet. It's just like a bunch of ideas. So what's the scary part? I think the scary part is, I guess, putting a price tag on it. That's like greater than normal courses about courses. They're usually $2,000. And the way I would want to do it is like $4,000 or $5,000. And I guess my question is, maybe it's like, am I being greedy? Is it too much? Are people going to say, wow, your course is like double the amount. Okay, that I'm also got you. Double so, the- so here's the thing. Okay. Let's say I have a book. I have another book coming out with Simon & Schuster. Guess what it's called, you guys? Abundant Ever After. Oh my God, what a concept. Anyways, let's say I put out the book, right? And the book's, what's it going to be? $20, 18 I don't know. They set the price, right? You know this. There are going to be people who say, that's too expensive, $20, okay? There will be people who will wait for Audible to take it from $3 to a dollar because they'll say $3, that's too expensive, there are people right now who, when they go to rent a movie, we, we watched the uh, wedding singer last night with my daughter and I'm like, rent it, buy it. I don't care. I don't even look at cost. Like that's where I'm at. I just look at energy. Like, does that feel good? My husband goes $3.99 to rent it. Forget it. I'm like, what do you care? My point is there will be people trending everywhere. Mm-hmm. Where are you? You're in the wrong you're putting your nose where your nose doesn't belong. Let me give you an example. Let's say I would have charged for this challenge. 
let's say I would have charged for this week, $27. There'd be people who would have said, hell no, I will not spend that. That's okay. That's where they're trending. And then there are going to be people who will spend whatever amount of money. There will be people like me, right? I'm the person who will only fly first class. You know why? Because it's not a small difference. It's a giant difference. And I used to not enjoy flying at all. And now I love to fly. I'm like, put me on a plane. I'll just sit on a plane for 24 hours over and over and over again. Just sit on a plane in first class. I'm so happy there. So for me, I don't even look at the cost. I'm just like, that's what I'm spending money on. That's worth it. For some people, they're going to valet the car every time because there's just something about that they find valuable. It's the value. Okay. So now let's go back to value though. If you're charging more, it's not about the price. It's about the value. You have to communicate the value. So yes, there's a high and low to everything in the marketplace. But like there was recently a friend of mine, she took a little house in West Hollywood that was only like 1300 square feet. And she's such a good designer that she made it such eye candy that it sold two and a half million dollars over the market. You know why? Because for someone who bought it, they were like, it's so vibey. Like, I just love every little piece of the slab and the backyard and the little, like, they wanted it. They're wanting it because it doesn't matter the square footage and the price per square foot. It's like, it's the vibe. It's not tangible. They want that feeling and they're going to pay for it. So that was the right buyer. And she had that buyer in mind. She didn't have the buyer in mind who goes, you know, for this little Like she's not interested, right? She's interested in the person who goes, ooh, you put a green 1960s tile over here and then you added this cool like mosaic. I'm in. That's her buyer. Perfect. Great. Valuable to that person. Seth Godin has a program called Alt-MBA. It's not three months. My program is three months. His program is four weeks. He's not even in it. He chooses the most amazing leaders because he's brilliant. Four weeks, it's five grand. But I get the value. If you hear him speak for five seconds, you understand the value, right? It's like all of the things he does open your brain in a way you've never seen your brain open. So if you know the value, your customer won't be confused, but you got to be enrolled in the value. In this moment, you're not. So I would not go sell it in this moment. I'd go from the frequency of I'm enrolled in what this value is, and I would know how to communicate what that value is to other people. So if it's going to be more than other classes, why? Because you're going to be there in their pocket implementing it with them. That's why what we do is more than B-School, because B-School is amazing. It's tons of information, but we're doing a lot of live, a lot of implementation, like you use that word, transformation. Also, we're kind of combining you know, the energetic work and the spiritual work and the psychological work with the business work. And there's a lot of stacked value. So for us, it's so obvious. Some people want to go to a therapist. And I want to tell you guys this, by the way, for pricing. I had a friend who was a therapist and she became a coach. When she was a therapist, she was working in Michigan and Detroit, and she had a sliding scale. So people could see her couples. She was a couples counselor. They could come for $40 or $20 sliding scale. Well, people sometimes didn't come. Sometimes they would be trying to save their marriage, but then one of the people didn't come. And then something amazing happened. It was amazing. It was like astonishing. After seven years of doing this kind of work where she was barely making money and helping as many people as she could, she noticed something that most of these people got divorced. And she noticed that when they got divorced, the retainer fee for the divorce attorney was a minimum of 5,000 per person in the couple. So she said, holy smokes, people can't find the value to save their marriage for $40. They had to get me to 20. But when they got clear that this was over, 10 grand, get me out of this. So she said for three days, she cried her eyes out because she saw how actually terrifying that is. And then she said, I'm the fool. John Gottman is considered one of the best couples therapists ever. He charges $8,000 for two days. And Malcolm Gladwell talks about him in his book and says, within 90 seconds, he can tell you what's wrong with your marriage and he can save it. 
So would you rather spend 10 grand to have a retainer to begin a divorce, which will cost you more, or eight grand to try to save your marriage? He's not budging from eight grand, sorry. He's not lowering the price, he's just not. And the people who go to see him, it's like a 91% result. He saves their marriage. So the therapist I mentioned the other day, I said she was a Gottman therapist. When somebody referred me to her, this was years ago, we weren't making as much money as we're making now. And she was $370 for 50 minutes. And I said to my friend, that's ridiculous. She goes, oh, but you won't miss a session. And every minute of it was like liquid gold because the facilitation, the value was in the value. And I realized all those therapists I had seen that were on that sliding scale, I got worse. So we either buy price and we typically pay the price for it. You could buy cheap food. You'll get sick. You can go to McDonald's every day. They did a documentary on it, right? You're going to hurt your colon, but you'll save money. Or you can go to Whole Foods and spend more money because those farmers, it costs more because they're not using preservatives. So they lose that food faster. So it costs more, but you'll live longer. So everyone gets to choose. So when people take our program, they get results. And some people say, you know what I'm going to do instead? There's something for like $500 or there's something for like 50 bucks. I'm going to do that. Do it. Choose your own adventure. And eventually you see where actually things are expensive. And it's very expensive to eat fast food because your life is valuable. So we need to get you enrolled. And you know what a lot of women do, you guys? They're very sweet. Like you can see how sweet she is. And you're also powerful, but we don't step into that power. And I'm not saying every man does this, but by and large, the reason why 8% of CEOs are women and the rest are men is because men don't personalize this. The price is the price. And you know what you do when you set a good price? You give people autonomy. You let people make a decision like you guys, right? Do you think I take it personally? If you have a trend in your head about what you spend money on, how does that have anything to do with me? It's not personal. It's a price. You are respected. You can make your own decision. You can choose in or not. That's okay. I'm going to let you choose. I'm not going to dumb it down and think that I'm responsible for what you choose. No, I'm not. Either are you. Colleen, do you want to add anything to this conversation? Oh my gosh, such an amazing question, Gwen. And we literally could have like a six-week course just on different aspects that come out from this question. But I'm just going to pick like one random thing to zero in on. And that's the fact that there is nothing that you want more. Like some, there's all these reasons we're not charging and we think, but what if they don't buy it? What if they say no? Them buying it isn't what you're really after, you having the courage to show up and make the offer you want to make and charge what you want to charge, that's what you freaking want. And I promise you, there is nothing more gratifying than when you can stand in that. Like Kathy says, that's the power move. Like when you can stand in that and move from that place, does it necessarily mean it's going to be perfect? Maybe there are some beliefs to unpack. Maybe there's other things to do, to tweak, to this, to that, but it doesn't matter what happens on the other side of that choice, it matters that you show up for that truth. And if you continue to make that a habit, right, where we don't give over to people pleasing of what someone else thinks is best for us, but we choose, oh, no, I don't feel like going to that movie tonight, something simple like that. Those successions of moments and moments and moments, little moments, bigger moments that we can show up that way, that is what we can get addicted to. And that is the feeling of fulfillment in the moment that nobody else can ever give us that we give ourselves. My favorite sport is watching women make money. I'm just like, get it, girl, just get it. It's literally about setting down codependency. It's like, am I greedy? It's like, what you really just told me is what will people think of me? And the truth of the truth is that the reason I'm so certain of what I charge, and I honestly would be happy to make the program $8,000 because it's worth more. The reason is not because I'm so sure of my value, even though I am. It's because I'm so incredibly convinced of the possibility in my client that I believe in her. It's like, I know that you are playing small 
And I know that you have so much more to you. So I want you to invest at this price. You know that even if you didn't show up to my class and you just bought it, you'd get a transformation. Because what do you do when you do that? You co-signed your belief in yourself and in this world. It changes your orientation. That alone is enough for me. Like, go get it. You don't even have to come. That's where you got to be is it's not about you and how you're received. It's about what you're standing for, for other people. Most people who go take classes to learn how to build online courses, they don't build them. They don't complete them. So what's it going to take? Maybe those $1,000, $2,000 courses, they're not cutting it because there's not enough skin in the game. So they're not actually going to finish it. So maybe by charging more, you just got them to charge their own batteries more and they'll actually finish it. Well, then that's worth everything. Because the worst is when you had an idea for eight years and you still haven't done it. It drives you crazy. This is so good. Thank you so much. (laughs) Guys, this is what we do. This is what we do. We live for it. Let's keep hearing from you. What are we going to make possible? Thank you, Shelly, for being so brave. Thank you. (laughs) This is awesome. I was wondering how to get started with a retreat for high adventure retreats for women with no followers for that and no money for that. <laughs> so, okay. I, first of all, I love that. I love so many things about this. Colleen, don't you want to get, let's all give her a heart for literally appreciating and respecting so much what we want to create that she's like, let me just give you the question. It's like that already is such a level. Like if you could do that, you can crush this retreat. All right. So what did we talk about a few days ago with Walt Disney? I said, he sold air. He sold mm-hmm. conviction. When we do fMRIs, and I saw this at UCLA when I was studying there, when you put an fMRI on somebody's brain and you look at what lights up the most, it's enthusiasm. When somebody's lit up, it literally is infectious. And what we notice is that the other person's brain starts to change. There's something that's changing in the other person just by being in. By witnessing someone else's enthusiasm, it literally becomes a part of them. They're on board. They're enrolled. Okay. So your own energy can love that person more into their life force. So this retreat, you got to feel it in your bones. And I want to know why I want to go on that retreat. What is it going to open me up to? Why is being in nature a must? It's got to be critical. We need the stakes high, right? So it's like, we're on your, you're on your phone all the time. You know what grounding can do for you? You put your feet literally on the planet. You know what that can do to clean out your system? I want you to pull out all the stops. I want you to take your kids on this retreat. I want them to see the beauty of nature, right? When my kids, we go to Blackberry Mountain twice a year. I always want to move there afterwards because my kids don't touch their iPads because they're hiking, because they're outside looking at mushrooms, because they're touching leaves, because they're dancing in creeks and they love it. They actually love it. They want to be outside, right? So part of it is this has to move through you. Like you're literally possessed by this vision. Like you can't eat or sleep or dream without this being at the front and center. And your face, look how your face is starting to soften and there's a beam coming out of you. So there's that. And then I say this to people because, oh God, do women have a hard time selling? It's just so funny. It's like, we're the best at it. We are naturally connected beings and we are emotionally, we tend to be emotionally more capable of accessing things and we don't utilize it. So I say to people, imagine if I found somebody's wallet on the subway and I would call, you know, Hey, Dr. So-and-so I found your wallet and he doesn't call back. I'd call every day. I have your wallet, right? If you have what you just said you're enrolled in, how would you not tell your friends and family? So how did my podcast begin? Well, I didn't have an Instagram account and I didn't have an email list. So I started by telling every single person that I would meet. And I wouldn't say, I'm a podcast. You can listen. It's fine. I would say, I'm doing this podcast. You can't even believe it. I just interviewed this guy who started a bakery. It was so incredible. He failed out of high school, but now he has all these employees and he's loving what he's doing and he's living in San Francisco. And it's so incredible. It's like, okay, I got to listen to this thing. So you start with your friends and family and we all have a bigger network than we think. So you go back and you're like, 
Hey, George, I haven't seen you since high school. What's new with you, right? We deposit, we ask a question. We don't send some, you can copy and paste, but you copy and paste an email that has grace and integrity, right? And you say, I'm letting you guys know when was the last time you were outside? And I want to know your data. People love to tell you about them. So you say, Hey, I'm, I'm planning a trip and I can't even, I can't even sleep. I'm so excited. I can't even stand it. I'm curious. Have you ever taken your family on a trip like that? When was the last time you took three days in nature? I want to know if this is some, tell me feedback because I want to plan this. I want to make it amazing. And I want to hear from everybody. I want to hear from people who are adventurous and go outside. I want people from don't go outside. And I'm just curious if that's something you'd ever do. And if you wouldn't, why not? And if you would, what would make it even better? Now you have a conversation, right? Now that person's so eager, like, oh, she's so lit up. And I actually do want to comment. I love being asked my opinion. You know what my opinion is? I don't like to camp. Ooh, why not? I don't know. I don't like to be messy. Ooh, how cool would it be for you then to experience three days, right? Where you're out of your comfort zone. That might be so interesting. Maybe not, but maybe yes. Ooh, interested, right? You're just letting every person know, but you're not going to the sale. You're going to the interest. What do you feel about this? Are you coming with me? Who's coming with me? Jerry Maguire, I'm going. Who's coming with me? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? You start there. Now you realize, oh my God, I have like literally so much to do. I've got 500 people to email. I'm going to talk to people in my Facebook group. I'm going to talk to my family and friends. I'm going to talk to my cousin. I'm going to talk to all the parents of my friend's kids, right? I'm just going to gather, gather data. Oh my God, I now have 12 people who want to do this. Now I'm going to set a date. Now here's what we do. We pre-sell it, which means you would look at all the places you might want to go. Yosemite, Yellowstone, Sonoma, Ojai, I don't care. And you would look around and you would say, okay, here's a couple images of the place I want to go. And here are the dates I want to go. So now you have the place you want to go and the date. And now you would create that. So you take a picture, right? From the internet and you have the date and you start saying to people, This is what we're doing. We're going now on this date to this place. Now, do you already have to have it paid for and booked? No, because you know it exists and you've done a little research to understand there's plenty of opportunities for you to go camping there. And now you pre-sell it. And now maybe you have eight women or you have 20 families or whatever it is. And your job is to now, they pay for their way there. You create the program. When you go on an adventure, you're not paying, they're they're not paying for your travel. If you go to Hawaii and you go on an excursion, you're paying for the snorkeling. (laughs) They're not going to fly you there and put you up in a hotel, right? When you're creating a retreat in the wilderness, there's a cost to the experience. Now they also have to pay for the room and, and getting there. That's not included. That's okay. That's the way that it works, right? If you go to see Deepak Chopra, at one of his events for three days, it's $3,000 for two days, right? And you also have to pay to fly there. And he's, you're paying him for the Ayurveda content, the, the lectures, right? That's what you're paying for. People are aware. That's the market. That's how it works. So now if you said to me, how do I keep growing that? I would say, well, while that's what you're beginning with, We're going to start letting the world know that Shelly is in love with the outdoors and she's the go-to person. So we're going to start creating content. We're going to create a podcast. We're going to talk about the ways the outdoors has changed people. We're going to talk about the different things we can do outdoors that we've all forgotten because everybody's sitting on their iPads all day long. And then we're going to talk about the the data, the science behind being outside. We're going to do a whole podcast on that. And, and every single episode, the intro and the outro is going to remind people, if you want to talk more about this or you want to hear the experiences that I offer, you can message me here. And then every single time there's an episode, four people will message you. At the end of a month, you'll have 20 people raising their hands saying, I'm this person. And then you'll create little, little data points and workshops. And we'll talk about the science behind it and the, and the, the beauty behind it. And we'll show people, we'll take people on virtual tours of Napa Valley until they're like, and now at the end of that virtual tour, you're going to tell me I can go. I want to go. Yeah. This is how we do it. Are you guys getting it? So this is what we do inside this program. But then if if Shelly was inside the program, I'd be like, okay, now the next time you come back here, I'm going to ask you about how that went and you're going to have done it. And now that's where the rubber meets the road because you might might find by doing it, 
Oh my God, I learned so much. I learned that the people I'm most excited to take with me are moms because they're the ones who need it most. Or I learned that I'm taking families and I need to go to a different spot because I want something that kids can be involved in. And those hikes are too hard over here. Like this is where we start to become bigger than what we thought we could be. Colleen, do you want to add anything to this? Oh, just first, Shelly, I love, I just love, love, love this direction for you. Like I can just feel you just have so much passion about connecting people back in not only to their own sense of exhilaration and like that being totally turned on and charged with that feeling we can have in life, but also that connection to nature. It's really beautiful. I just want to pluck one part out that Kathy mentioned earlier, and that's how important it is that you're selling the outcome. So yes, it's an adventure retreat, but it's always saying, why do they want this adventure retreat? How is their life going to change what is it? Are they going to feel more energized than ever? Are they going to come back and realize that they have a renewed vigor for showing up in their life? Are they realizing like the more potential of like different directions they want to move? Like, what is it? Like, why can they not live without it? Because it's very easy for us to say, oh, that'd be nice to something. But when we're moving away from pain, when we're moving away from something we don't want, and we see how this opportunity can help us do that, that's a huge part of what helps people step in. So always be asking yourself that question. And so you can bring that into the language and the way that you present and position it for people, because that's going to help them be able to step in and say, I can't afford to not hand this money over to you and show up for myself at that retreat. I actually have a podcast called Walking with God in Nature, but Mm -hmm. it's just at the beginning, but I'm actually changing it to, I have a company called Live Greater. And so it's going to be the Live Greater podcast and it incorporates, you know, walking with God in nature, but even more. So I love that. Such a good thing. Very in love with God. And I'm very in love with all those things that I, I really appreciate your energy. It's so beautiful. And, you know, I saw some of you saying, what if we just want to do the first, you know, half of this program? And then you hear Shelly talk about this, right? And you see how I come alive and people are like, oh my God, you guys make it sound so easy. It's like, well, I've worked with at this point, we've literally worked with thousands of people inside programs. So there really is no business you can throw at me where I won't be able to tell you, this is the proven path. This is what you need to do. This is how easy it is. Like, like, Like it's right here. You can take it off the shelf. It's like, here's what you do. Why would you deny that of yourself? Like, why would you deny yourself to create something that could give people an outcome, forget sales and money, right? Put that aside because there's such junk people have attached to that. But creating something is what Colleen was saying. It's giving someone an outcome. If you create beautiful photography and then someone puts that in their home and every time they look at that, you know, it gives them this feeling. It changes the whole room. Why would you deny them that outcome? And why wouldn't we stand up and lead and use our creativity to create outcomes for people, to create shifts for people? And to me, that there's such a, so much juice there. And when people say, it's fascinating, Colleen, you know, because people will say, I'm, I see this. I see it. A part of me sees it. I can't not see it. But part of me wants to go back to sleep and then use these like excuses like, oh my gosh, in this moment, I just don't feel this is a priority enough to spend this money on it, right? Or $3,000 feels like a lot. And we live in a time where it used to be a hundred years ago. In order for you to make money, you'd have to go in horse and carriage to the town square and trade dollar for dollar, value for value to, in order to make money, right? People would go door to door and they'd sell things and they would be like peddlers. And today we literally have a phone. And on the other side of our phone, there's a zillion ways to solve problems for people and to allow money to come in and to be resourceful. And so it's like, it's just not a 2023 problem to find people who you can help. They're everywhere. And it's a matter of just knowing what you're sitting on, how much you know, how much you could help someone do this, that, the other thing. It's all here for us. And so I love the idea of you guys seeing something like what Shelly is saying, because you want to create that. And I think for you, Shelly, I mean, what an incredible thing for you and for your family to get paid to basically take people into the wilderness. Why would you deny that of yourself? I want you guys to actually write down what would be the most exciting thing in the world that you could literally bankroll by just taking people with you. Like I had a friend who asked herself this question and she's like, well, you know what I'd really love to do? I'd love to go to Paris and I'd love to buy clothing all the time and take photos. And I was like, hmm, 
Well, what if you took a group of women to Paris and like, that was your job and you got paid to do what you just said you want to do. And she's like, Ooh, do you think that could work? So she puts it out there and she's like, I'm taking 10 women to Paris. I have hired a photographer. I have hired a stylist. We're going to do photo shoots. We're going to eat at the best places. I've created this entire trip. And guess what? Eight people said, let's go. Next time she then hired Uh, a love dating expert. And she made it like about that. And all these women went and you know what? They just wouldn't have gone before. My friend, Laura Belgray said, I'd love to go to Florence, Italy and write with a group of 20 women. And so she was like, I'm going to put it out there. And you know what women said? I want to go to Florence for four days. I'll go with you. Let's go. And it was like, it's sold out in four days. She's like, how's that possible? It's like, because it's the vision. And like, she's just creating the space. It's not like she has a PhD from Oxford in creative writing. No, she just said, I'm going to do a writer's retreat in Florence. Who wants to go? Here's what it costs for the retreat. Find your way there. Let's go. And people said, let's do that. Why can't you take out a blank canvas and say, this is what I want to do. Shelly wants to go on adventures all the time. She wants to literally take people with her and get paid to do that, which she really wants to do. All right, let's take another question. Shelly, thank you for that. Thank Thank you. I appreciate it. Let's answer another question and then we'll scoot off for the day. Hi, Kayla. Thank you for everything, everything. I wrote down a business solves a problem. Mm -hmm. So I am a theater performer among many things. I sing. I've read tarot for years. So there's energy work. And I always feel as an artist, there's always energy work. For me, I'm curious to know what comes to you in terms of the problem that I'm solving with live theater. I understand music Mm -hmm. and I understand energy work. But when it comes to live theater, I don't understand the problem that I'm solving. Okay. I could tell you that one really easily. Okay. Yeah. So whenever I've gone to see a show and I'm a, I grew up like a theater kid, like I was always in musicals and stuff like that. So we used to go to see shows. And when I saw Aida with Heather Headley on Broadway, it was a religious experience. I'm changed by that performance. I am a different person after seeing Dear Evan Hansen with Ben Platt on Broadway, right? It is a full body experience. And why is that? Well, I remember when I was in college seeing Goodwill Hunting, I saw that movie And I remember when the lights went down at the end of the movie, I couldn't get out of my chair. I couldn't get out of my chair. And I needed a minute because that movie was about 14 years of therapy in a movie. Mm -hmm. So when we watch stories of other people, we never see the story of someone else. We only see ourselves. Now take that to live theater. Live theater that's done well, you literally have a full body Mm -hmm. experience of it. You feel on a scientific level, that music coming out of the orchestra pit, they literally have seen just so clear as day, which is why they now do sound baths and they use music in hospitals, right? But when that orchestra and you're that close and you're close, because when there's a 26 piece orchestra and you're sitting anywhere in that house, the amount of current that's actually moving through you is a real experience. Now you can go into energy rooms. There's energy rooms in Miami and LA and different parts of the world where you literally can sit and feel different frequencies. You know, there's so much frequency. Everything is energy and we're energy. So when you're constantly around Wi-Fi, you're actually being hit with frequencies that are taking you out of alignment. There's mm-hmm. certain kinds of frequencies and you play certain kind of music, people feel sad. You play certain kind of music, people feel uplifted. But there are things in our body and there are things in our world that we have to clean out that we can't bypass. And there are different levels that we need to move through. So when you see a live theater performance, they're taking you on the ride of your life. Because mm-hmm. when you see Sally Field and Steel Magnolias and she goes, no, no. And she's at that funeral scene and she goes for it. She's going to call you up because it's not a joke because there are yeah. people who haven't let themselves grieve and she's going to go there so you can grieve, right? Mm-hmm. She's going to take you on that ride. So now if you saw that live, if you go see a play and you see Dustin Hoffman and Death of a Salesman on Broadway, well, you probably should buckle up because you're going to be forced to move in that theater. So how does it solve a problem? 
just like going to church, right? That's also going to force you to move. You have the right pastor. You're going to move. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. People seem to think that the only way to justify making money is if you're Jonas Salk and you have a polio vaccine, like the only problem to solve is curing cancer. And that is only one problem that has to be solved. That is correct. But there's a million people who are alive right now and are dying of a million other problems. And so how do we help those people? And what do they need, right? In Dead Poet Society, Robin Williams' character says science and math, they sustain life. These things keep us alive, but we don't live for that. We we live for the romance. We live for poetry. We live for passion. We live for that. So it's the arts that we live for. If you ask any human being, pick any multi-billionaire. What do you do in your free time? I want to go to a museum. I want to go to see theater. I want to go to a beautiful setting where there's been great design and there's an ambiance. Why does that matter? Why does design solve a problem? Why shouldn't everything just be very utilitarian? Because that doesn't, it doesn't meet us where we are. We don't live for that. The beginning of the equation is I need to be kept alive. So I need math and science, right? I need roads. I need basic things. Okay. But I'm not living for that. I'm living to take a walk down Main Street and go get an ice cream cone and see twinkly lights. Yeah, twinkly lights. I want the zhuzh. I want the extras. They make a difference in my actual effing life, right? And I want there to be on Main Street, I don't just want there to be an electric company. I don't just want a library and a bank. Mm. I want a bead store. I want Mm. a gallery, right? Mm. If you show me a Main Street, And all that's on Main Street is all of the things that solve the only problems that we need solved. We have no life. We have no Main Street, right? What happens in the cutest town? There's a Shakespeare festival in the park. And now there's this art installation. And now there's these swings over here. And they built this thing for kids. And there's all these different experiential aspects of what they want to touch and play with. What is it that we don't get about that? Of course you get that. Beauty is its own problem being solved. We live for beauty. I live for beauty. I don't just want this house. This house is really, really cool. It's got square foot, right? Square footage and it has heat, but I want these pillows. And I want, if you walk through my house, everywhere you turn your eyes is beautiful. Mm. It's really beautiful. I want to go to anthropology in my house. I have like six of those really special chairs from anthropology that are like, they don't match each other. They're really special. They're all over my house. And every time somebody comes in my house, it's not just the chairs. It's, we have like several ottomans and we have different rugs with different colors in every room, but they all match each other and everything gets pulled together. And every season, the mantle has like different things on it. So now I have these like Valentine's gnomes on the mantle and they're just so perfect and they're so cute. And I wanted to spend extra money on them because I want the ones that are a certain way because it creates a mood in my house. Right? right. And I want certain candles and I want to give people certain blankets when they sit on the couches. There's literally barefoot dreams blankets all around my house. Not one. There's like eight of them. Cause when people come to the house, I want them to have a full experience. So I want to spend $200 on a blanket. I don't want to go to target and buy a blanket. That's not the problem I'm looking to solve. Right. And I don't just want to have instant coffee. I want an espresso machine and I want really good creamer and I want oatmeal creamer and I want the kind of creamer that's organic. I want to taste it. I don't want to taste pest, you know, all of those preservatives in my food. So yeah, there's a lot of problems to be solved. Most of the time, the problem is that we ask poor questions. And the question we ask is, how do I survive today? And so then your brain will tell you that, you know how you survive today? Hold on to this, control this, don't spend this. But what if you ask a different question? How could I thrive today? Your brain will give you answers. You know what you can do? You could try this. You can move over here. You could think of this different thought. Oh my God. Now you start to have this good feeling. Now this good feeling is taking you on a ride. All of a sudden you're getting excited. All of a sudden you're getting resourceful. Next thing you know, your energy leads you to a conversation with someone and they pull out of you another opportunity. And next thing you know, you're on a different path. We have to stop asking bad questions. We have to ask better questions. Uh, How would I thrive? What would be like the most enjoyable life that I could experience? Your brain will start to say, what's the next question? Okay, well, in order to do that, what is that going to mean? 
okay, well, what's here? There are clues everywhere. There's gifts inside of me that I will never even be able to use all of them in my lifetime, even if I show up at 100% today for the rest of my life. That's how many gifts I have. That's how much courage I have. Let's Mm. effing go. Like, this is the problem. It's like, yes, you might be a great theater performer and you're probably also a great director and you probably could also be a great teacher and you're probably also a screenwriter and you probably also have ways of employing all of those things and talking to people. It's like, there is no end to where that gift can go to solve problems. That's really what I'm saying. Cause Shannon just said, I've been in survival mode for like six years. So this is what we see. And I'm just going to reflect it back. Our amazing girls on our team, Sonnet and Barb and Jen, SG, they're talking to people and they're like nine out of 10 people are like, I can't, I'm in survival mode. I can't, I'm in survival mode. And I'm like, so what will you then do different if it's not this? What is it? Tell me anything. There's a million different ways to do it. And the answer goes silent, dead silent. So then I'm like, so how can you keep choosing that? How can you just know that and then do it again? And it's like, oh, because I don't have a possibility. It's like, wait, wait, you don't have a possibility or you're just not seeing what's actually here, right? Your greatest resource is your resourcefulness. What are you deploying within yourself by the end of the day? What question, what creativity? What? And it's just like, oh, I forgot. There's so much inside of me. Thank you for this question because you definitely asked the right person. What problem does live theater uh, solve. Colleen, do you want to answer that in any other way? No, I can just share my personal experience with you. I went to two concerts in the last year, Lionel Richie, because I'm obsessed with him, and the Pentatonics concert we went to with Kathy in December. It is impossible for me to be at those events and not reflect on my life. It is impossible for me to come out of that room and that level of resonance and not actually feel forever changed. I think we sometimes think of like, oh, it's just fun. Like, it's like, no, it's so much deeper than that. You get to transport people and take people to levels and expose them to things that they aren't bumping into in their regular day-to-day life. And that is such a powerful gift. It is such a powerful change force. So true. I just, I cannot thank you enough. I know that. And I kind of suppress that with the business mind set. And so I just, I appreciate this. Thank you so, so much. You're so welcome. I mean, I see 15 businesses in that, you know, there could be a whole business where you literally, instead of having like a book club, it's like a theater club and you literally have people commit and they all go to these shows, but then they don't just go to the shows. They have to process what they got out of it and they have to talk about it and they have to think about what change would they make in their life? Like there's like that. And then there's also, I had a student come through who was an actor and she was in LA to be an actor. And she's like, I'm not getting acting work and I'm barely making money. I'm like, well, what's your life like? And she's like, well, I'm waiting tables. And so I'm on my feet. So I I miss auditions all the time. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't sound like you're working smart. sounds like you're working hard. So let's, let's dive into it. She's like, yeah, so I'm on my feet eight hours a day. I came to LA to be an actor. I, I turn around. I've been waiting tables for six years. Like that's all I'm doing. And I'm barely making money and I hate it. I'm like, of course you hate it. So I say, hmm, what if you taught acting to kids or adults? Doesn't matter. But what if you taught acting for an hour? And she's like, okay, what? I was like, would you, would you be good at that? Would you like it? And she's like, I actually do like it, but what would I do? And I was like, well, let's say if you looked at, and I, at the time my kids were in gymnastics and the going rate for a gymnastics class was $49 per class, not for six weeks, like per class, like the gymnastics place was more than happy to charge me that. And I was like, great. Okay. That's what it costs. And it wasn't even some like ritzy place that's like, that's what it costs. And my daughter was taking horseback riding. That was $65 an hour. Plus we had to buy all the gear. So I'm telling her what it costs. She's like, okay, I hear you. So I said, what if you got 15 kids in a class? Okay. I just want to show you this. And they were paying you $50. Do you know how much that is for the hour? It's $750. She goes, I make less than that a week. (laughs) So I go, okay, so you make that in an hour. What if you taught two classes a week? Two classes of 15 kids. That's 1500 a week. You know what that is a month? She goes, no, I'm like, that's six grand a month. She's like, oh my God. I go, so imagine if you stopped waiting tables and you taught two classes with 30 kids every Sunday. 
She's like, where would I do that? I go, let's get resourceful. So we look it up and we find that there's all these theaters. There, there's one conglomerate of theaters in Hollywood. that You rent the theater for $50. I go, you can rent this theater for an hour for $50. So then we talked about well, how you get those kids in there. I go, well, well, who pays for it? The kids don't, the parents do. Parents pay for it. So what if you created a workshop where you had parents and kids come and you talked about the benefits of kids being in this work? and kids understanding and how their confidence changes and all this stuff. She's like, okay, got it. So she created a workshop for parents and she started with her network of people she knew and she got a few kids, but it actually wound up going a long way because some of those kids had siblings. Next thing she knew, she had 11 people. That class grew. She literally was able to do that in 30 days. She wound up with two classes of 15 people. She wound up making $6,000 a month and very quickly she got acting work because her week was free. And I'm like where are people like, where is your mind? Why are you not working smart? It's about resourcefulness. That's all it's really about. And people are like, you don't understand. And I'm like, no, you don't understand because there is no way you can sit here and argue for your limitation. I'm going to argue for your possibility. And it's amazing. You guys, you'll start noticing this in your life. You'll be sitting with someone and you're fighting for them and they're fighting against themselves. And it's the weirdest thing. And you'll be like, this is possible. And they're like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Let me tell you why. No, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. And you're like, wow, you've got a whole case of your limitations and why there's no way out. And I'm sitting here fighting for you. So I'm going to stop and I'm going to let you own it and keep going with it. How's it working for you? Keep going. Go harder. Keep going. Go for it. So people will be like, you don't understand. That's impossible. And I'm like, okay, like, please don't argue with me for your limitations. Cause all I can see is your possibility. I just can't see any different. I'm sorry, but I can't, I'm just not available. I'm not the person to come to go to anyone else. Maybe somebody else will be available. I'm just not, I've just seen it too many times. The prerequisite for being on my show. And we've only had a few people who've actually not been this way. Like Chelsea Clinton was on this year, but that's like an anomaly. Howard Schultz and Amy Purdy and Sherry Salata, like most of the people, the majority, majority, Barbara Corcoran, like the people who've been on our show came from nothing. That's the prerequisite because I want to show you so much evidence, like that to the point where you, you're going to throw up on your excuses. So most of the time, the people who come on my show to turn something, to turn nothing into something. That's the beauty of what human beings can do. That's what we can do. I've enjoyed this so much. Thank you for today. Thank you, Colleen. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you.